Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Saturday, July 22nd. We are. Oh, God, here comes math again. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We are like 20, 23 days away from heading to Vegas for Fantasy Draft 25. Wow, that is coming up, isn't it? It is. It is. Better get ready. 25 or 22 days. 23 days. I don't, I don't, even, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, fantasy drafts are starting all over the place. I actually have a couple emails. One from a grumpy old guy in Maryland who's yeah. complaining about our top 10 running backs. Grumpy old guy from Maryland who is <laughs> a Bear fan. And I have one from a guy who's asking about draft strategy. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, be sure to check out the website, mycffl.com, mycffl.com. And also, you got questions, comments, concerns, like our two emailers today, feel free to send us a a note, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Now, before we get into the emails... um. We need to talk okay. about our unofficial statistician for the for the podcast, Wayne. Oh. <laughs> Did you see his Monday morning quarterback all time draft thing? Oh yeah, I and I loved it. It was great. However, I made the mistake of printing it off, so I <laughs> didn't have to sit at the computer and read it. Now you didn't have to do that. <laughs> it went through a ream of paper. So Wayne, you old, old Dave, <laughs> forty-five cents or something like that. Oh my God! I mean, it's cool and everything. Um, and I know you, being want, the competitive oh, guy you are, yeah, I want to take you. You, you want to do a a all-time draft thing from nineteen eighty on. Nineteen eighty on, but then I brought up the realistic part of how are we going to de- determine who's is better? Well, I just know my team will be better. <laughs> my defense will be better than yours. Yes. My offensive line will be better. Will you have a better punter? Well, yeah. Well, is Ray Guy? Yeah, Ray Guy would be in that, right? From 80s? I don't know. I think he might. I'm, I'm thinking of going with one nut. <laughs> Craig Hendrick. No. No? Wouldn't okay. be good? No. All right. You're going to hear? I, I would go. You're going to uh, hear the package hit the ground. Ready? Oh, actually, carpet. <laughs> Maybe it's kind of dead. <laughs> Maybe I need more paper. <laughs> Next thing we need to talk about. I'll think about the whole all-time draft thing because i got to figure out how we're going to figure out who has the... I'd rather do it against Wayne because I think Wayne... Would know more? Was that what you're saying? Wayne knows more? <laughs> Probably. The <laughs> other thing he sent us was an article from Gary Davenport from July 10th of 2017. And it's about the most dominant player at every position heading into 2017 season. And I know where you're going with this. So... I kind of wanted to go through those, just the fantasy-relevant ones. Right. Okay? Let's start with running backs. Oh, I thought you were going to start with tight ends. <laughs> well, okay, well, we can start with tight ends. Although I don't I, I don't have a problem, I don't think, with the tight ends. Well, no, I, I just thought you wanted to get it out there so you could say, I have a Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> well, Anybody I, would want, it, want him, you can have him real cheap. Now, he has, or um, what the, I forgot his name already. What the hell? Who's the guy that did this list? Gary Davenport. So he has Rob Gronkowski as the best, as the best. L- going into the 2017 season. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Didn't we have this as one of our, our questions? Yes, and I did it on there as a way to like prime the pump for a draft trade. Right. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> so I, don't, I, I like Rob Gronkowski. I like everything he does. I like I like his his... His motivation. I like his the way he plays the game. Right. I'm just worried about the injuries. I mean, aren't you? I'm always worried about the injuries with him. 
it seems like he's injured all the time. I, You're I not helping your trade value. Well, I know. Well, I, because I don't think I'm going to make a deal for him, and I'm going to end up cutting him anyway. Um, but the problem here with tight end for Gary is that he only had the one. It was Rob Gronkowski and no one else. So I added a couple extra. Okay, who do you think? My number two is Travis Kelsey. Okay. Number three, um, Eric Jordan. Or what, what is his name? Jordan. Oh, the guy from Washington. Yes. Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. And this is why I would kick you in all. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jordan Reed wouldn't be an all-time tight end. Well, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I always get the names fucked up. <laughs> Jordan Reed. Right. So that's what I did for that. I mean, that, that was the easy one. I mean, I, I agree with Gronkowski. I'm just worried about him. Do you see that no one's... I mean, wouldn't Martellus Bennett be on everybody's... Um, he's fun. He's sending a lot of, um, emoticons to, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. In his text messages. I heard Aaron might have a new girlfriend. Uh, she came out and said, hey, that's not true. They're just friends. Lindsey Vaughn, you talking yeah. about? Yeah. She's, she's a man, baby. <laughs> she might break Aaron. <laughs> she'd, bu- she'd bust him in half, <laughs> even with the four bad knees that she has. Um, Wide receiver. Now, you get you got to love this guy. I mean, he has uh, Gary Davenport's got Odell Beckham number one, AJ Green, and Julio Jones. In that order. In that order. I Wait, just... no, 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 he, no. He does. I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. He has if how he has AJ. He has got to have Antonio Brown. He's got Antonio Brown number one. Right. And then. Odell Beckham, A.J. Green, Julio Jones. How you have Julio Jones at four, is it boggles my mind. And how you have A.J. Green, Green ahead of Julio Jones? It, that boggles my mind. <laughs> he said, so he's coming off the worst season of his career. Didn't reach 1,000 yards. and um, But he barely missed it. And this is what he's using as his reason why he's the best going into this year. I in my I did a lot of studying on this. Okay, <laughs> my number one guy Julio Jones, number two Antonio Brown, number three Odell Beckham, number four Amari Cooper. Ooh, AJ Green does not belong in the top four. No, I I agree with that. Okay, good. And I know you have a little personal. Opinion on AJ Green because <laughs> well, every time I have him, he busts a knee. <laughs> yeah, that that's my guy. That's your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. So you think Amari Cooper is going to make that jump to elite status? I think he's almost there. Okay, I had him last year. He um, didn't do much for me, as I said, because Derek Carr got hurt well, towards the end. But Derek, even at the beginning, he wasn't doing much. But well, no, he's thrown into Michael C- Crabtree. Yeah, well. Which I have a Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Anybody's interested? Brian. <laughs> we'll be talking about that <laughs> as we're driving through Utah on the way home. Wow. Well, you're not going to keep him, though. No, no. Oh, okay. Running backs. Okay, so Gary says, one, David Johnson. Easy. Two, Le'Veon Bell. Three, Ezekiel Elliott. Four, LaShawn McCoy. Now, I agree with those four. But now, again, this is and this is going to come into a point with um, one of our emails that are coming up. But this is why, in a redraft league, I don't want anything to do with any of the top four or five picks. Right. Because I don't want any of these guys on my team. None of them. None of them. Why? <laughs> okay. Here's why. Okay. I don't trust in David Johnson, although I, I have him as the number one guy going into the year. Okay? Okay. I just don't trust what he's done. I don't. I think it's a fluke. I think it's it's. Can you say? Hmm, who can I say? Who was the guy that was supposed to be such a big guy in in Chicago, and in Jordan? It, this is. We'll get to that later okay. on too. <laughs> Number two. All right. I have Le'Veon Bell just like Gary, and again, I don't want him. I, I think he's he's going to end up being. A, problem this year do you hear about his thing with 
We're getting there with the news. Okay. With his contract. With the fans. Yeah. With the plus he's franchise. Ne- I mean. He's never. He's never healthy. There's always a chance he's going to smoke the ganja and get suspended. I can't argue with anything you've said so far. Right, but that's why I'm saying I don't want any of these guys. I, I, I think I, David Johnson is a clear. You'd want David Johnson. Yeah, you would think, but no. His rookie year, he proved or he showed that he was on the verge of being great. Okay, that was two years ago. Right. And then what last did you year. Last year. Very little. <laughs> Jay Ajay practically beat him out. Maybe. No? Am I are wrong you, on that? Are you drinking something that Some I... water. <laughs> My number three guy, and this is where I disagree with Gary. I have LaShawn McCoy at number three. I don't want him either. He's another injury guy. He's another guy that's going to beat up a cop in a club over a bottle of sparkling you, wine. You have McCoy over... Ezekiel Elliott. Wow. Because I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to miss a few games. One. Well, it's... May end up being one or two, but it should be four to six. Yeah, but according to the rules of the NFL, it should be four to six. Right, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be, but that's BS. <laughs> Telling you right now, BS. Yeah, but he—I don't know why I'm defending him. He hasn't gotten. He hasn't been charged with anything. Hasn't been charged with anything because the cops are afraid to. Hasn't been charged with anything, and from the Dallas um, bar because. Whoever was involved in that got a little money under the table and decided to not say anything. Well, he's that got he's all got the time. Why, the speeding ticket that oh my god, we're just going to let that go, and then he's got the pulling the dress or the shirt down at the St. Patrick's Day parade, which is I think the thing that's going to get him the one game. Is that I I think so. I think they're going to say well okay well he wasn't charged in the whole. But um, the video sexual assault once or again, domestic the, abuse or whatever you want to call it. Once again, video's gonna kill Well, I mean, at least it, you can't say I didn't do it. So you well, can right. say the uh, domestic assault or domestic abuse right, that he I never did it because there's an invisible video. Right, right. But um I think he's gonna get something. And I think they're gonna put most of it on the the taking the dress the top off the girl at the parade. Yeah. I right I would, I would agree with that. And that's why it's probably only going to be one or two. But he should still get six for the whole uh, domestic abuse thing, even though he wasn't charged. I just think he's going to be a stud. I'd, I'd, I'd have Zeke, too, in this list. Would you? Yeah. yeah. Which is why I don't want any of them. You can have them all. If I had Zeke or Johnson and Elliott, I'd crush everybody mm-hmm. in this league. Yep. Yep, there you go. Crush. Just like, how did Henry finish with Zeke last year? Well, he actually, Henry had what? Zeke, he had, on this list, he had three and four. Okay, how did he finish? Well, he didn't win. Okay. How did the guy who had Le'Veon Bell finish? I won. Oh, that's right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But the year before, how did the guy? <laughs> yeah. How did the guy, which is the other one I'm missing here? One, two, three. Oh, David Johnson, you had both of those guys. Yeah. Okay. And I had Odell Beckham. Who's right, that doesn't make for my argument very much. But this year, mark my words. Okay. Which brings us to the captain of the offense, quarterback. Oh, God. I can't imagine who's one. Gary Davenport has Tom Brady number one. Oh, he's smart. Then. Although he he talks himself out of it with his, with his description. Uh, he, he says... Um, Tom Brady might not have the strongest arm of the group and certainly isn't the fleetest of foot, oh, but man. yet he puts him at number one. Now, he forgets the fact that he's a cheater and that he's had concussions and, and lied about him. Let it go. So, but he says it's hard to argue with the results right. of his last few years. But you agree hard, with that, though, right? I mean, it's well, hard to... <sighs> It's like saying, do you put Trent Dilfer up there then? Because, you know, he was a terrible quarterback, but, hey, he won a Super Bowl. What about Joe I, Flacco? That's better than Trent Dilfer. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. What, who's the guy that won the Super Bowl for the uh, – Henry always called him Dink and Dunk. Um, won it for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. 
Do you put him in there? Oh, God, no. Okay. That's why the whole thing about what he does in the postseason is irrelevant. It's not Tom Brady doing it. Well, it's irrelevant, especially it's irrelevant for our show, the fantasy foot uh, fantasy. Exactly. Because done, yeah. there's nothing. Right. My number one guy, the guy that Gary has in number three. Oh, really? Everyone's All-American, Aaron Rodgers. Wow. I love this Gary guy. Who? He has number two, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, the guy who's 73, four foot three. He's going to be dis. I'm going to tell you right now. I know you want him on your team. I'm going to. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. He's going to be disappointing this year. Disappointing. He's not going to get you what you think you're going to get from him. Okay, everybody out there in our fantasy league, <laughs> take note of that. He is not. You are going to be sadly, sadly. Sadly mistaken, it's going to cost you a championship. Oh, no. He has Matt Ryan at number four. Idiotic. So my the correct way this should be listed out, Okay, number one, Aaron Rodgers. As Gary says, who has been number three, no quarterback in the history of the NFL has a higher career passing rater rating than Rodgers, 104.1. But who cares about the 104? I mean, that doesn't... It means he's a great passer and he's getting you yards and points and touchdowns and no interceptions. And no Super Bowl. Super Bowl doesn't matter in fantasy football. Okay. Well, Although it matters. Me, let, me answer, let me answer you this. <laughs> the guy that had Aaron Rodgers the past. Yes. How did he finish? Yes. Who had Aaron Rodgers last year? The Dart Frogs? Yes. Wasn't he in the playoffs? Maybe. I mean, but he, he didn't win he had, he had a bad year to start off with. Because remember, I had him in the Dynasty League, and he was playing like crap at the beginning of the season. I traded him away, and then he became... Everybody's all American. Well, case in point, mm-hmm. Dynasty League. How did Aaron, the guy with Aaron Rodgers do? Second to last. Was he? Was he behind me? No, he's third. Third to Who last. He, yeah, yeah. I traded him to Child Please. Oh, Child Please. Who we're gonna have a discussion about too? I'm getting a lot of trade offers from him, and he won't accept mine. I, I can we talk about your trade offer? In the pod, or the Cheddarhead League? Yes. Let, let's get this okay. the list correct first, though. Okay. Number one should be Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees. Number two should be Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Number three should be Matt Aaron Ryan. Aaron Rodgers. Matt Ryan. Aaron Rodgers. Number four should be Drew Brees. How can you take Drew, Drew Brees as the last? I mean, he's clearly better Out than Out of Matt. those four? He's clearly better than Matt Ryan. Oh, my God. Oh my, in what world? Were you going to try and find me some stats now? No. No, you're just going to go? You want to talk about the trade? No, We're I, just, move on no, to the I tra- just I just want to talk about the fact that how can you not think that Drew Brees is a better quarterback than he's just, in fantasy? He's just not. He was Matt Ryan was the NFL MVP last year. And what does that do for me? It means that he's good. Although it should have been Aaron Rodgers. Why don't you vamp for a little bit? I'm gonna. <laughs> so you had you had a discussion. You wanted to talk about a trade in the, in the Cherryhead Fantasy Football League. Is yeah, can my we di- trade. Yes, your trade. Can we discuss? Which one it? was it? The Matt Ryan one. Oh yes, I'm. I have been offering Matt Ryan for a second round pick ever since the season ended. Right. No one wants to take me up on it. I think Matt Ryan is well worth a first. Now, granted, this is a keeper league where everybody's going to keep three players. So that means we're already starting in the fourth round. Right. So our first round pick is a fourth round pick. I know I go through this all the time, but it's important to this discussion. So I'm offering Matt Ryan for a second. And the reason I'm doing that is because of moves I made last year to try and win a championship. I am without a lot of draft picks for um, negotiation's sake. Right. So instead of asking for a four, a first and then trying to, figure out what I don't have to trade away for something a little lower. I just said, all right, I'll take a second for him, which is a fifth-round pick in our draft. Right. Fair? Fair. Okay. So I get the Kilbasas, who apparently the emails from the league are going into uh, Chet's junk mail folder because, you know, we have the new the new email account. So ever since I changed email addresses to the CFF podcast... They're going into his junk mail. So every time I see him, I say, listen, you guys need a quarterback badly. And I agree with that. 
or as our great president said, hugely, <laughs> huge, hugely. <laughs> um, I can't find it. Oh, um, so I, I offer, I keep saying, talk to your general manager, Matt Ryan, for a second. Well, the general manager finally got back to me. Okay. He wants to offer me a fifth and an eighth. Or no, a it's, third. Wait, what was it? Fifth, a, fifth and an eighth. Fifth and eighth. For Matt Ryan, and was I supposed to give him something in return? You were supposed to give him a pick, too? Oh, then I tell him. Oh, no, no. It was fifth, fifth and an eighth for Matt Ryan. And I'm like, mm, no, no. He's the NFL MVP. He's going to be a star again this year. Okay. So let's break this down now. So I, I, I sent him an offer. Well, I was going to send him an offer back, but it's like, no. It doesn't even deserve a response. I want a second for Matt Ryan. If not, I'll keep him. He was under the impression that I had to get rid of him. Oh, which is why they didn't want to make a deal because they have the first pick. Okay. And what does that have to do? Oh, they were going to take Matt Ryan with the first pick. Oh, obviously, obviously. Are they? Would they really do that? I, I don't. I don't understand why. What else they would do? He's not going to be there in the second round. Uh, I, I guess I would have to see who's going to be kept and and out there. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan wouldn't be in my top five in our in our draft in your top five picks yeah in our keeper draft in our keeper draft i'm predicting that right now well you're not gonna have that well i'm I'm gonna keep him keeping him okay just saying the guy's gonna be a stud you think up a little rainbow bet and we'll add that to the list okay so why what what would you have offered for that i would have countered with a third and eighth no, I wouldn't have done that. Eighth, eighth is like that—that's that's disgraceful. He's he's a second round pick at worst. He should be a first. But if you go on on that draft, I I, I tried to do that. I can't find any trade calculator things that I you, could put later on. I'm willing to bet into. you. A third and an eighth would be better than a second. A second. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but I don't. I don't want third and eighth. Okay, so so if somebody offered you the fifth pick in the second round, or the fifth the, pick in the second round, I would take that. Or the first pick in the third round and the first pick in the eighth round. You wouldn't want those. No, it have to be higher than an eighth round pick. So now you want a third and third. I would take a, a third and a fifth, maybe a third and a sixth. Well, I'm trying, Kevin. I'm, uh-huh. I I don't even know why I'm going to bat for you. <laughs> uh, enough of this jibber jabber. You ready for some emails? Actually, I have one thing for the listeners. Okay, uh, you and I talked about it. I I got a guy at work who would like to start a fantasy f- football start over league. Okay. I'm looking for anybody out there that might be interested. It's just going to be a kind of like the podcast or the dynasty league. It's going to be like a $10. Just something simple, something simple, just something to bullshit about and <laughs> have a little fun <laughs> without going broke. Yeah. Without going broke. <laughs> <laughs> so any of you guys out there interested, either shoot Dave an email or, or myself and, we're going to get something set up. And you know those emails, and if you don't, wait till the end. This is called a tease. There you go. Wait till the end. We'll give you those emails again. Or you can go back to the beginning and not listen to the rest of this. But we know you don't want to do that. Right. Because we got some emails coming up right now. You've got mail. I don't have a problem training them. Just give me the right thing. Okay. Tell me I'm insane. I think you're insane. (laughs) Here we are, everybody. We have two emails for you. CFF podcast at hotmail.com or Dan at strap 19 or yeah, strap 1971 at yahoo.com. All right. You want to get into the uh, Bears fan first or you want to get into the other one? I definitely want to do the Bear fan one first. Okay. Bear fan first. Okay. 
Hello, sirs. I know I'm a Bears fan, but I'm also a football fan. I'm not going to suggest or I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that my beloved Bears have had their heads somewhere lately that the sun rarely, if ever, shines. At least you know what's going on. Exactly. But I was listening to your podcast and don't understand how you don't think Jordan Howard should be ranked in the top 10 for running backs. He was ranked 7th in our CFFL league and 2nd in rushing in the NFL overall. I don't understand how people are continuously overlooking the fact that he was and could be, uh, operative words there, could be, a top 10 for sure. And possibly a top five running back this year. Okay, now now he's you were drinking he, at the end of that email. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Probably top ten though. Feel free to discuss on the show so I can hear your opinions on the subject. Signed, the guy with fifteen picks in the first seven rounds. Sure. Right, the reason you have fifteen picks in the first seven rounds is because you think Jordan Howard's a top ten running back. Can can we also point out that Cleveland had like. 15 picks in the first round of their draft and look where they are. All right, let me just go over. So I did a little research on this as to why. And maybe we should have went into this, but we weren't talking about Jordan Howard at all, so I didn't need to do this. Now, all things being equal, he's correct. Jordan Howard would be a top 10 running back going into the fantasy season. However, everything isn't equal. Number one, their offensive line. Kyle Long coming back after a broken ankle that cost him seven games last season. Right. Cody Whitehouse is in his second year. Will he be the same as he was last year when he uh, was playing out of position, covering for Hiranas Grasu, who suffered a season-ending ending knee injury? And what's Hiranas Grasu going to do? <laughs> the Bears are playing with a new offensive line coach that came from the Miami Dolphins. Now, I don't think the Dolphins are a team that's known for great offensive line play in the last few years. Uh, no. Anything scary about that? No. Okay. I think there's just too many questions on the offensive line, and that isn't good for a team that isn't talented enough to play with questions on the offensive line. Right. Right. I would agree. Number two, quarterback. Bears are going into 2017 with three brand new quarterbacks at the position. Mike Glennon. Who this they is the, spent a lot, a of, lot money. of money on. Tapped to be the starter in Chicago. Now, in 2014, he was a backup to Josh McCown. How are you a backup to Josh McCown? In <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> in 2015, he didn't play in a single game sitting behind rookie Jameis Winston. Oh, that You had to understand that. Well, no, though. I understand that, but no, still didn't play. Right. Last year, he threw a total of 11 passes all season. The other guy, Mark Sanchez, who's the backup, technically. I have two words. Butt fumble. Wow. And finally. I guess I don't remember them <laughs> signing Mark Sanchez. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> Third, Mitch Trubisky, the rookie heir apparent in Chicago. He is so unliked by the fans that he was booed when he was introduced to the city during a Bulls game. Remember that after the draft? Yeah, and like he's doing like. I thought I read somewhere where he was like giving out tickets or something. Because <laughs> no one's going to be at the game. Right. <laughs> now, none of these guys strike fear into any defensive team that the Bears will be going up against this season, correct? Cor- correct. Finally, receivers. The only they- threat from last year, which was Alshon Jeffrey, where is he? He's gone. Gone. Now, I'm going to go through this list of receivers. Just stop me when I get to something that impresses you. There's only one. Marcus Wheaton? Nope. Kevin White? No. Kendall Wright? A little bit. Josh Bellamy? No. Daniel Braverman? No idea who that is. (laughs) Victor Cruz? He can salsa dance all he wants. He's not going to get in the end zone. Here's, Here's a big one. Titus Davis? Tanner Gentry? You haven't had the guy I like. Cameron Meredith. That's the guy I like. You like him, huh? I like him. Ruben Randall. No, no. And Deontay Thompson. Wow. That That's the receiving core right now. I, I want to say, like, 
our third or fourth wide receiver is better, is better than any one of those Toronto guys. Allison, who's going to miss the first game, right. is going to score more points than most of these guys. Oh, my God. In that first game. Well, Kevin White, I don't, I'm almost wanting to predict Kevin White's not even going to play football anymore. I mean, he's, you think he's done? Well, he he hasn't like, stayed healthy I'm yet. I'm not going to be that much of a bad uh, or a negative Nancy, well, but. What did he do last year? Nothing. What did he do the year before? Nothing. Well, <laughs> well, I'm seeing a trend here. <laughs> this is my thing with Jordan Howard. He had one great season. Right. And this is going. Reminds me of the Rams. Remember in the second year of Todd Gurley? Yep. You didn't he hear He had from a spectacular him. first season, just like Howard did last right. year. Second year, struggled badly simply because there was no threat at quarterback or receiver. And uh, def- the, so the defenses they played never had to worry about double teaming any receiver because they weren't going to get the ball anyway. And they just put eight people in the box and teed off on Gurley. Same thing's going to happen to Howard this year. Hell yeah. Plus, I forgot about something. How about plus? I don't think Jordan Howard is as talented as Todd Gurley. Remember a guy, and this comes into the thing we were talking exactly, exactly. So I mean, he's that's another. Here's the other thing. This is what we were talking about earlier when I, when I said, um, who was the guy that was supposed to be the heir apparent, supposed to be so great in Chicago, and then uh, Jordan Howard came along and just pushed him away. Jeremy, Jeremy Langford. Langford. Yep. What happened to him? He's the backup now. And then Kadeem Carey. Any of those guys scare you? No. All right. There you go, Justin. Take that. Dropping my mic if I could. (laughs) (laughs) Our second email. Mark from Savannah, Georgia. Guys, this is the one that goes into something. Okay. I have a draft coming up, and I'm trying to get my player list put together. I read a lot about fantasy draft strategy, and frankly, I get lightheaded trying to figure out which is the best one to go with. Join my club. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What is your favorite best uh, draft strategy? By the way, I am with Dan. Uh-oh, on what? <laughs> <laughs> Picking supermodels as the fantasy girl of the week is like shooting fish in a barrel. Thank give you. Us, give us someone who hasn't been born a gene- in a genetic gene pool lottery winner. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Let me Mark, just, let me just you. fill you in on something here, Marky. Marky. If you have the option to go with a Victoria's Secret supermodel, you had to pick, right? Victoria's Secret supermodel or... Hmm, See, I don't think this is his point, though, Dave. Kate Hudson. Which one would you rather want to have? At, this is a fantasy girl. This isn't... Um, but see, I don't think that's his Jenny point. from the Block Girl. I I think what his point is: why don't you? <laughs> why don't you what? Th- this isn't. I mean, spread it around a little bit. Well, yeah, spread the. Well, I mean, there's other people out there than a supermodel. Or... Give me Angie Harmon, who's walking with a cane now, but was hot forty years ago. I'm not saying you have to go with Angie Harmon. Okay, I'm just saying. I know I sound creepy on the phone or on the radio. <laughs> when you're trying to guess the measurements. Right. It's really creepy when I'm talking about a 21-year-old yeah. supermodel where I would rather be talking about a almost 40 Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Oh, I got, I got a little thing You for do? Her. Yeah. Like women that look like men? Oh, wait, no, that's, that's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. Okay. All right, you have a Victoria's Secret supermodel or Caitlyn Jenner. But Dave, you didn't read his read his email again. He said it's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yes. Why don't you try to find something a little, a little something more difficult out there? All right, I'll work on that. It won't happen in next. It won't happen this week because I got that too late, and I already have this one figured out. Well, and, and then and it won't happen next time because it's a it's going to be a, a live person. Do we have well, a not a live person, but we have a. We have another introduction. That I cannot wait for that day. Why? That we have a live person up here. Oh, and I, I get to say, hmm. hmm. You turn around a yeah. little. <laughs> Do a spin for me. Okay, that's not going to happen. So, anyway, really back creepy. to his the main part of his email okay. draft strategy. Now, as usual, because I, I made this our poll question of the week, our question of the week. What is your favorite fantasy draft strategy? And you have three options. 
the ADP, average draft position, where you take some uh, talking heads idea of where yeah. people should be drafted. No, I don't like that. The no running back theory, which is the theory that I went with last on our mock draft, our 10-team mock draft, I went with the, the no running back at the beginning theory, where, which is why I don't want a pick in the top 10. Or the tier system, where you sit there for a month and a half trying to figure out... Oh, I don't like that one either. That's Which like... tier, and then if if all the guys in your top tier for quarterbacks or running backs are gone, then you take the next guy, which is the top tier, and your receiver. And like, or do you do what I do, which is just win, baby. <laughs> you, just, you know who's going to be the top scorers, and that's who you go with, and... You got, your, you got I, I, your rules that you have to live by. I think you're missing the one theory that uh, I think Wayne and I agree on. Which is? It, which is the wide receiver theory. Go heavy on wide receiver. Yeah, Well, that's kind of like the no running back, because that's what I did okay. in, in that thing, which is the theory I tried in our mock draft. I didn't do any running backs in the first, yeah, I, I guess and the, I went Julio Jones, I went Amari Cooper, I went, you know, uh, whatever it was receiver heavy in the first three or four picks just to see how that's going to work i guess i I, we still have that you're going to put that on the website yes that's going to be on the website or we'll keep a track of who's right against who type thing okay but um so i'm going to tell you i'm bad person to ask about this because um i want to pick the guys i like that and that's what we've been. That's what we did in our, our mock draft. That right. There was no way we were going to do who uh, the draft dominator had us picking. Right. Which is which is another thing you can do too. You can go with something like um, a draft dominator, a or, draft dominator type thing, where you you go onto footballguys.com dot com and use their little draft dominator and you put all the stuff in there and it'll, it ranks everything for you uh, based off of their ADP, right. which is their average draft position. But I don't like the draft dominator. I know you do. <laughs> well, I only like it because it's a way to keep track of everybody's team and I don't have to... Uh, True. Write. But now that we have the draft thing on... Um, on our website. On the um, live scoring thing. Right. It, that's neither here nor there. We should see if we can get a little advertisement on this podcast maybe we could i don't want to do advertising we had this talk i don't want to have to pay taxes oh okay we're doing this as as a free thing all right okay so so mark i hope i hope we answered your question i know it it's not going to help coming from me so maybe dan's going to go with the the wide receiver thing which is the no running back idea well i'm going with the wide receiver thing unless you have somehow miraculously have a keeper league where you have like a David Johnson and a Le'Veon Bell yeah. like I do. Yeah. yeah. Or if you have a... <laughs> where, I mean, you, where you can afford to go all receivers. Right. <laughs> or you could be like Henry and have LaShawn McCoy and uh, Zeke Elliott. Yeah. I mean, that makes it pretty easy then to just do the all wide receiver thing. But if you're starting over on a start over league, I, I like... I don't like I don't like counting on somebody else's thoughts because then I end up with guys I don't want for whatever reason it is. Maybe I'm wrong about why I don't want them, but if I'm going to go off of somebody else's list, why even bother? At least sit down and and at worst make your own list of of say the top ten well, you, quarterbacks, right? You know, in in the order in which you think they're going to perform and. And you can take everybody's ideas on what they think they're going to do, and then you can average stuff out and do it that way. But going off somebody's tier system, where or making your own tier system, I guess which would be the same thing. Right. You're putting them in an order, and then breaking it up into right. all right. This is the top of the top. You know, like the guy does for tight ends. Okay. Uh, for instance, Rob Gronkowski's tier one, and everybody else tier two or tier three. Right. Or Quarterbacks, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers tier one, and then everybody else, you know, Brady, and everybody else tier two to tier four. You know, yeah, I, I like the old fashioned. Did I even say anything about that? No, 
<laughs> I ignored it. Um, I, I like the the old fashioned way, getting the ten dollar uh, magazine <laughs> that they <laughs> like, still print in March. The, yes, <laughs> and just go off to cheat sheets and just go off to cheat sheets, and then <laughs> highlight that. highlight your guys that you really like off the cheat sheet. And when the time comes, when you're deciding on Tavon Austin, who was ranked 35th, or would you rather have a Devontae Adams who had at 40th or something? Or you have to decide between Tavon Austin and Kendall Wright. Right. You just, I'll pass this pick. Yeah. I'll I'll get my kicker here. <laughs> so, so there you go. Hope we answer your questions. If you have questions, you have concerns, anything you want to know about CFF Podcast, Hotmail.com. And well, this is the third time that we're doing emails. Wow. That's right. Strap 1971 at yahoo.com. You ready for some news? Get this thing rolling. Let's get this thing rolling. I don't mind going to that concert, but I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think you would like it because there's going to be a lot of drinking going on during yeah. that concert. All right, everybody, we're back with the news and notes. This is everything that's going on in the league for the last couple weeks and things you need to know about. We're going to start with this one. On the last episode, we talked about D'Angelo Williams' desire to get back into the NFL and about how he said there were four teams in the NFL that he would refuse to play for. Well, that list has been released. You ready for this? I am. You're going to love this. The top of the list is... You want to guess? I'd say Pittsburgh. The Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> On ESPN's Know Them From Adam podcast with Adam Schefter. He's 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 a, uh, what is that called to us? He's a competitor. So right. listen at your own peril. Okay. Adam Schefter's Know Them From Adam podcast. Williams said the following. My fandom for the team I was raised as will not allow me to go to the Cowboys. I'm an 80s baby, and the 49ers ruled the 80s. The Cowboys somewhat did something in the 90s. I even refused to give them that. Somewhat some. The Cowboys. Three Super Bowls in a row. (laughs) The Cowboys, they win. They just don't ever show up during the playoffs. They always disappear in the playoffs. I've got a great depiction of the Cowboys fan base. During the regular season last year, they were on cloud nine. You couldn't tell them anything because they were going to win the championship. That's all they said. Fans just got extremely super annoying. Then the minute they lose, they either got cheated, somebody was hurt, the excuses start flowing. It's just amazing to me. The fan base just in general can't handle defeat. Still to this day, they say that the Des Bryant catch against the Green Bay Packers was a catch. I can maybe agree with that. <laughs> As for the other three teams Williams refuses to play for, you have? Well, I just wanted to say, wouldn't you rather play for the Cowboys than, say, the San Francisco 49ers? Well, um, now? Yeah. Well, I mean, or... or Back then? I guess I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's like I don't know if I could be an NFL player. The draft thing would scare the shit out of me. There's only certain teams I want to play for, and I'd probably end up on the Cleveland Browns, who have the worst uniform, or the Chicago Bears, who I can't stand. Oh yeah, I, you know, or something like that, where you're 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 doomed to be in purgatory for the rest of your life. But I'm just saying for him right now. I have a choice of playing for San Francisco 49ers or I have a choice to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. That's it, pretty easy. Yeah. As for the other three teams he refuses to play for, you have the Panthers. Which I think has changed now. Uh, think so? Yeah. What? I I, I want to say I saw an, another article recently when the Panthers cut their or fired their GM. Yes. That D'Angelo. Oh, he said he would play there now? Maybe he Consider it now. He, he said he was still annoyed at the Panthers because of the way they handled his release. Right. The other two teams. Steve Smith. Oh, okay. The other two teams are the Jaguars and the Browns. 
Williams says to the Browns and Jaguars, I just don't want to be a 34-year-old running back on a bad team. He also said to the Jaguars, I can't think of anything positive about that organization outside of the fact that they have pools in the stadium. (laughs) Well, you might be sitting in those pools because no one wants you. You're a 34-year-old running back. All right, something else I'm going to work on now? You know, during the regular season, we have our siren for the injury report. Correct. I want to do something um, where we have like a police siren and a jail door closing. For our well, remember though the police siren crime blotter. But remember the police siren. Some of our listeners have complained about because they, <laughs> yeah, they when you're they, driving. they freak out when they're driving. Maybe we'll just do something with a jail. <laughs> like some I like jail, that some jail sounds. Yeah, like a jail door slamming. Yeah. I like that. Starting on the crime blotter for our offseason, Houston rookie running back Deonta Foreman was arrested last week for marijuana and firearm possession. Now, now one of these is bad enough to be arrested for, right. but both at the same time, I, I, that's a special kind of stupid. Yeah, he's, and he, once again, he had such a promising, I mean, yes. he was he was supposed to be taking over the running back position from Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. And we ask this question every time this situation happens. What the hell are these guys thinking? Have you heard of Uber? <laughs> Have you heard of marijuana is illegal? Yeah, exactly. Why can't these guys get that in their thick skull? <laughs> More crime blotter stuff. Last episode, we talked about a report from Adam Schefter saying that he would not be surprised if Ezekiel Elliott is suspended for his roles in the multiple sexual assault instances over a short career that have been either alleged or actually caught on tape. Well, he's now reporting that the growing sense is that Ezekiel is going to be bracing for a short one or two game suspension for these transgressions. Add to that the latest incident where Elliot, as reported, uh, was involved in an altercation late Sunday night at a bar in Dallas um, re- involving a reported assault. Yeah, um, The people who were there that witnessed it are now saying, oh, no, nothing happened. Nothing to see here. There wasn't really a broken nose. So, so there's maybe $1,000 laying on the ground. That, oh, hey, is that yours? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that broken nose, but you see that um, pile yeah, of money down it's a there? check. Actually, no, it's not. It's cash. Yeah. <laughs> More crime blotter. The O.J. Simpson soap opera is still not over for this country. He had his parole hearing, and did you hear what he said? The juice is loose. Yes. So somewhere before October 1st, he's set to be released. Right. Um, that he led a conflict-free life? Is that Led what? a conflict-free life in prison for nine years. Never apologized. Oh, see, I guess I read that article article wrong. I thought he meant he lost, left, led a conflict-free conflict free life all oh no no he was just saying he was a model he made the prison that he was in better Ooh, I didn't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like saying yeah so did you didn't Put, watch the parole hearing no with, i didn't with the with the guy who had the kansas city chiefs tie on i did i read oh. that i saw that and then they thought he was 90 years old or something i read that <laughs> yeah, they, they get wrong age Michael Floyd's going to be missing the first four games of the Minnesota season due to his failed breathalyzer test during the offseason. And if that isn't bad enough, reports are the Vikings head coach has told him he would be immediately cut from the team if he lies about breathalyzer failures in the future. Let's give this douchebag, like, (laughs) eight more chances. (laughs) Rams receiver, speaking of douche... No, maybe maybe he's not... Rams receiver Mike Thomas will also be missing the first four games of the Rams season due to a violation of NFL's policy on performance-enhancing drugs. Why? Who cares? Who's Mike Thomas for the Rams? Receiver? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't he Mike Thomas? Wasn't he a saint? Well, that's, yeah, but that's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Rams haven't had a decent wide receiver in 15, 20 years. Or no, maybe that's a little. When was Isaac Bruce and and Tory Holt yeah. were the last two? Oh, Ricky Pro. 
In regards to other running backs, Adrian Peterson is saying that he is looking for 500 yards receiving out of the backfield in 2017. Peterson has only brought in more than 400 yards receiving once in his career, and he is now on a team that is stacked in the running back position with the likes of Peterson, Ingram, and Kamara. Do you see him doing more as a receiver than running back? Oh, hell no. No? All right. Well, there goes that. Peterson is not going <laughs> well, to do have... you? No. No. Uh, there's no. There's not a chance that he's going to get 500 yards receiving. Hey, you want you want to be the... Uh, you want to guess who's going to be the number two receiver for the team in Jacksonville? According to reports? It's not Alan Hearns? Uh, no, he's going to be... Uh, uh, Three? Alan Robinson? They're, they're thinking Alan Hearns is probably in the last season with the team and oh. that he's not going to be used that much. They're talking Marquise Lee. <laughs> He's in the last year of his rookie deal with the Jaguars, and the team is said to be looking at bringing him back when his contract is up for renewal. As for last year's number two receiver, Alan Hearns, they don't expect him to be with the team next year. Okay. Cam I thought you were Newton. Talking, I thought you were talking about for this year. Well, for this year, it's gonna, they're thinking it's going to be Marquise Lee. Oh, God. Um, and as, as if Cam Newton's value wasn't diminished enough, now the team is telling him that they're going to expect him to run less this season. And get the ball out quicker. Both of these things are just something that he's just not able to do, right? I don't think he can. He's a ball hog. Well, let's not get crazy. He loves hand having the spotlight shining on him at all times. Number two, just not smart enough to make the reads in a right, manner that allows him to get the ball out quicker. My humble opinion. I think that that's pretty fair? accurate. Yeah, wow. I think that's fair. Wow, it was fair about Cam Newton. Yeah. Wow. I still think he's a great court, or I think he's a top ten quarterback. <laughs> okay, well you think that more so than Jordan Howard being a top ten <laughs> running back. I tell you that. From the isn't it a, a little late for this department? Reports are that both Denver quarterbacks Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon will be attending a passing camp in L.A. prior to the start of training camp. Now this is just me, but shouldn't these guys have this whole passing thing down by now? I mean, they're both in the NFL team as a passer, aren't they? Right, I would say so. Okay. Passing camps for Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon. Who do you think is going to be? Uh, oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot, aren't you? I know where I'm going. I'm going with the... You're going with Paxton? Second-year guy. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Trevor. Really? Yeah, only because you picked Paxton. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if I would have picked Trevor, would you I would have probably picked Paxton. Okay. If you can believe anything a head coach is saying right now, you're going to want to keep an eye on rookie passer Deshaun Kaiser. Hugh Jackson is saying that it is likely Kaiser will get the nod early in the season. They want to throw him into the fire and let him learn as the season progresses. Can anyone say David Carr? Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And speaking of... Can I say, too, <laughs> now Jordan Howard might be back in the top ten. <laughs> Because the guy I had bumping Jordan out is Isaiah Crowell. Oh, and if Deshaun Kaiser's in there? Yeah, (laughs) they're going to stack the box on him. Johnny Manziel hasn't given up on the dream of playing NFL football. Just let it go, Johnny. During this past weekend's National Fantasy Football Convention in Dallas, he told John Makata from the Dallas Morning News that he has already been in contact with teams about returning to the game. But he won't say who. What teams? No. He said, I know the situation that I put myself in. I know the year I took off and obviously the mistakes that I made. Right now, I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful. I think that I made some progress in that regard, but we'll see. Whenever I get a call, I'll do whatever I can to make the most of it. You want Johnny Menzel on your team if he comes back? He's not going get, to get the call, first off. Teddy Bridgewater is working on... Uh, Working Speaking out. of quarterbacks that will never play. <laughs> and we're being told that he is working without a leg brace. I don't think he's... I don't think he's got a shot. His timetable for return is still unknown. I would not be surprised. Pup list, start season. Oh, easily. Yeah. 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 Pup list and then we'll never report, I don't think, this year. Really? Yeah. 
And speaking of other injured quarterbacks. Well, I mean, why would you report? Okay, so the two choices would be Minnesota's playing well. So they wouldn't bring them in. Why would yeah. they? I mean, so, that means Sam Bradford's doing well. Right. And if Minnesota's sucking. They're not going to bring him in. Chance to get hurt again. Right. You're probably right. There so, you go. I said you're right. Wow. Speaking of injured quarterbacks. That must have hurt. Andrew Luck has still not told anyone if he has begun to throw the football around yet. The Colts fans want everyone to believe that this is not a problem. However, and they are bracing bracing it on the fact that the Colts did not bring in a veteran quarterback this offseason, which of course means to Colts fans that Luck is on track to start week one. I'm excited. <laughs> you better be. That's who I'm shooting for. The Raiders have signed free agent running back from the Packers, John Crockett. He spent the last season on injured reserve for the Packers. He was an undrafted free agent from North Dakota State. Viewed as a long shot to make the final roster. In, in Are they still Oakland? Or should we call them Las Vegas? Let's call them Las Vegas since right. we're going to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Do you think we'll find anything in Vegas with Oakland? Oh, I don't know. Or with Las Vegas? Right. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. That'd be cool. That would be cool. If you're in the CFFL, I mean, this is a gratuitous little news thing, and still trying to figure out why you are going, what you are going to do at the quarterback position on your team, I still have a Matt Ryan available. Mere second-round draft pick, pick this season. Uh, I don't know why I continue to try and sell him off so cheaply, especially considering that he threw 13 touchdowns against zero interceptions on passes of 20 yards or more for a quarterback rating of 133.9 last season. Second-round pick, people. Yeah, you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Word out of Lions camp is that Theo Riddick will be used mainly as a pass catcher. Assuming Amir Abdullah is healthy. Do you want to jump on that Amir Abdullah bandwidth? No. I mean, do you, do you trust? you think he's healthy? I just don't think he can stay healthy. I don't think he can be in every. He should actually be what Theo Riddick is. He should just strictly be like a third down back. Big monster and just go. Yeah. The hell is that? Oh, no shit. Damn kids in the, in the neighborhood are riding little. Go-karts on the street. Damn it. Damn it. I never thought I would be standing up for Michael Vick on much of anything, but... Oh, I heard this. It's happened. Michael Vick came out and gave some advice to Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> our favorite goofball. The advice was not taken very well by Kaepernick, however. And some of the players in the league. Yep. When asked what Kaepernick could do to improve his chances of making an NFL roster, he said the following... First thing we got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. Yep. Listen, I'm not up here to try and be politically correct. Even if he puts cornrows in there, I don't think he should represent himself in that way. Just the hairstyle. Just go clean cut, you know? Why not? You're already dealing with a lot. He's just got to be presentable. Kaepernick took offense to this and tweeted out something along the lines of criticizing Vic for advising him to appease NFL owners and teams by hiding his heritage. No, you dumbass. You should be appeasing the NFL owners and teams because they're the ones that are trying to get a you're trying to get a job with. Right. They're the ones that are going to be paying you a lot of money. You just decided last year to grow your hair because of some stupid DNA test he took that said his father's ancestors are from Ghana and Nigeria. What that has to do with you walking around looking like a Brillo pad, I don't know. My ancestors are from Poland and Germany. Should I be walking around carrying kolaches, wearing lederhosen, and chewing on a Polish sausage all day? I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's time for Kaepernick to grow up. You're almost as white as well, me. He, it's it, If he wants to be a quarterback, then it, it is time for him to grow up yes. and, and then get... The quarterback is a team leader. Right. Look like a leader. Oh. You now, were, I'm okay with him... Doing it, I mean, some, I don't know. <laughs> you're trying to think of the right way to say this. I know it's. It, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if you had a choice to hire somebody with for a job, yes, 
and one person has piercings everywhere you possibly can. Yes. And the other person doesn't. Who are you going to? And they both have the same type of resume. Who are you going to take? I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the person without the piercings. Thank you. Yes. Okay. And I, that probably wasn't as good as ever. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> yeah. As far as Kaepernick, he was born in Wisconsin to a white woman. You want to talk heritage. Born in Wisconsin to a white woman. Raised in Wisconsin and California by white adopted parents. Why not pay some respect to the people who raised you? Where was your Nigerians and Ghanaian dad during that time? I want to be like careful. careful. <laughs> the most remarkable thing about Michael Vick said what he said is that it's 100% true. However, even Vick has fallen prey to the pressure and he has apologized to Kaepernick for telling him something others should have been saying for a long time. Well, like his agent. Yes. You want to get a quarterback job. Like the other people on his team. Right. Le'Veon Bell will be playing this season under a franchise tag if and when he actually signs that franchise tag. What are your thoughts? I think he should just sign it and shut up. Be done? Think he's going to hurt the Steelers? Or Bell? Why would it hurt? For the deal that he thinks he deserves? Um, I I don't. I, mean, I got to trade him right away. <laughs> <laughs> Bell says he wants to be paid as a top running back and the third highest paid receiver in the league because of what he did last season. Re- running back, you mean? You said receive. He wants to be paid both. He wants to be paid as both top running back and the third top receiver. That's why he didn't. Yeah. Just shut up and sign the contract. <laughs> I'm actually kind of behind the Steelers on this one. I, I wouldn't am give too. this guy I, a long-term deal either. It well, has nothing to do with what he wants. And what always happens with people that are making noise and they they get they, they get, get their pop. money and then they, they suck. suck. Speaking of sucking, Chargers rookie receiver Mike Williams, well, this isn't going to be sucking, but he might miss this year due to the need for back surgery. If true, this leaves the Chargers with Keenan Allen. Tyrell who I, Williams. Who I thought I heard looked good. Yep. Tyrell Williams, Travis Benjamin, and Dontrell in, Inman as receiving core for this year. I like those receivers a lot better than uh, Chicago's receivers. <laughs> <laughs> Not to bring up an old subject. <laughs> but everything makes a full circle. Right, <laughs> exactly. And that's it for the news and notes. Do you have anything else? No, I'm good. You ready for a drink? Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. We're going to the All right, we're here in the club. Music is playing. The drinks are flowing. And I'm going to apologize right away to Mark from Savannah that um, I went, I shot another fish in a barrel. Shocking. But but there's a reason for it. You need to know that. And the reason is, hey, I, I got my new car. <laughs> I got my new car. Oh, that's and right, as yeah. always, I always name my cars after well, hot supermodels. Right. So, with that being said. And somehow and, my wife got lucky and yeah, actually she, helped. She actually helped she, me with the name. I don't think she knows who the supermodel <laughs> is. but No, but so uh, that's what we did. So this week's Fantasy Girl of the Week, you can check her out on the website, mycffl.com, mycffl.com. She's right there. All kinds of pictures for you to look at. Her bio's there for you to read. Her name is Stella Maxwell. So my new car's name is Stella. Stella. And um, as I was doing this, I realized that, uh, well, we'll get to that. Okay. She was born May 15th, 1990. That makes her 27 years old. Is that old enough? No. (laughs) Dave, you're a 40-some-year-old man, (laughs) almost 50. 50. I am 50. Uh, Okay, 50-year-old man. Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm not saying I want to date her. I'm just saying she's hot. I'm just saying most of the guys in the league are <laughs> are old. Are old. I don't think we need to. Oh man, Stella Maxwell, yeah, a New Zealand fashion model. Since 2015, she has been on. She has been one of the Victoria's Secret angels, and was voted number one in the 2016 Maxim Hot 100 list. 
<laughs> That's me shooting fish in a barrel, Mark. <laughs> Maxwell, Maxwell was born in Belgium to Northern Irish parents. She was raised in Belgium until she was 13 and then moved to Canberra, Australia. Maybe Mark should also say that. Can you get anybody from America instead of oh, going? It, it, it's it's kind of like American-made cars. The foreign ones look nicer, right? <laughs> A little bit more, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, she stayed in Australia or in Canberra, Australia with her family for one year before moving to Wellington, New Zealand. Now, after reading this next part, I realized that maybe I should have gotten the Subaru Forester. Stella is openly bisexual. Oh. And has been romantically linked <laughs> to Miley Cyrus in 2015. And since 2016, she's been dating actress Kristen Stewart. Wow. Hmm. More like a Subaru type yeah, person, right? Maybe, maybe. But, well, we'll, we'll forget those. Thank God you didn't we'll buy forget Subaru, those though. <laughs> This blue-eyed, blonde-haired kiwi stands five foot nine. Right. She weighs one hundred nineteen pounds. She wears a size two dress. I can see that. And has the body measurements of. Oh, this is going to be. I feel pretty good about this. You feeling good about this? Okay, are we doing bra. I thought this one. Would be I know tough. I ask this every time. Is this a bra? No, no, no. Okay, so we're just doing. So she's a thirty-three. Thirty-two. <laughs> I'll say 23 23 is exactly right And then I'm going to say 34 33 Oh I was going to say 32 <laughs> oh. 32 23 33 Stella Maxwell Your fantasy girl of the week You get a little ding I get that. a little ding Oh I broke my <laughs> bell Fantasy Girl of the Week. Check her out on the website, mycffl.com, mycffl.com. That's it for this week, everybody. It's going to be another two weeks, which means, you know what we're going to do in the, on that episode? We're going to do another mock draft. We are going to talk about the, do a little mock draft for the Dynasty League. Oh, okay. Because uh, the week after that, we have our oh, Dynasty League speaking draft. Speaking of Dynasty League, Dynasty League, we never did talk about child please and all his trades offers to you <laughs> yeah we're we, i was going to discuss that in the next <laughs> uh, the next podcast oh my gosh i can't even keep track of all the, the trades he's offering me because oh. there's way too many draft picks involved in those things and you can't i know you do a and bad I, job I, of trying to even explain them to me i so. know and i i so badly want to make a deal with him but it's kind of like the the kielbasas want matt ryan they're not they're just not fair (laughs) is that fair enough to say that's fair enough so two weeks we have an extra special fantasy girl of the week she's going to be on tape oh yeah and we're going to have our mock draft getting ready for our dynasty league draft which is going to be happening on august 12th okay and we're going to be getting ready for the vegas trip uh more on that next podcast. News and notes. Emails if you have them. CFFpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. Until next time. Be Bye-bye. good. Bye bye.